Investing in yourself in the direction of self-growth is no doubt hard work and for the betterment of yourself and everyone around you. But with almost anything that engages the mind, it can take us away from consciousness, as ironic as that is. So it is important for us humans to stop and be still and hold gratitude for this life, everything, and everyone, almost like a rebalancing or recalibration of ourself. This episode turns the tables a lot with Alexander kicking the conversation off in an episode about spirituality, religion, mindfulness, and the divine energy or any term you use to describe that deep inner connection. Now we do have something new that we are offering at the end of this episode that we are calling three minutes of stillness, an opportunity to quiet the mind, thank the divine, and absorb the information that was just shared while Alexander plays instruments from around the world. Let's journey. Wise with Aaron and Alexander uncovering our authentic self through self-awareness conscious communication and emotional responsibility all right so this episode we are going to do a little bit different today Alexander is going to introduce the topic as this is something that has been on his mind for a little while and and then I'll be responding to some of his questions. So I kind of like this. It gives me a little break. And uh, Alexander, let's introduce the topic. I don't necessarily have a so-called proper uh, title at this point for this. This is more of a concept that I've just been looking at for quite a while. And it's loosely based on how we, as individuals, um, celebrate uh, this life. And by celebrate, I don't mean just talking positively or um, putting on any type of airs. But I'm really, as in past episodes, I've separated the difference between uh, feeling and emotions. And I would like this um, particular podcast to be truly tapping into that feeling and that, you know, some of us put on a so-called... smiley face and we go out into the world and we try to lift people up and we can create this to be part of our personality and many people do this. I would like to bring attention to look at that and combine this with authenticity and to understand that when we are presenting ourselves in a way that is not in alignment with our soul or our spirit or how we truly feel, that it can create a d- inner disturbance while we're putting on proper airs uh, externally. And so this began to generate a thought pattern with me to just observe people and how they truly celebrate this life or how they celebrate uh, where their their life happens to be at that moment. 
while accepting that the only one true thing that we can count on in this life is potentially the word change. And so part of our happiness has to be kind of intertwined with change. And many times our happiness is uh, chosen from a certain perspective. And then the energy is spent trying to protect that or trying to uh, get it to continue staying in that vibration. And in the action of trying to protect it or prevent it from going away, we can lose that feeling and this expression just becomes like um, uh, another type of pattern that we create that doesn't have any true of validation or any true vibration behind it. I want to say in the beginning here that if I do say or uh, mention anything that rubs anybody the wrong way in any of these podcasts, please know that nothing is ever intended to step on anyone's toes from their spiritual perspective or their religious perspective or their belief system. This is really an attempt to bring things and subjects up to be discussed, to just be looked at a little bit deeper, and know that if there is anything negative that is received, uh, be very confident that something's just been misconstrued. And I do my best through, uh, you know, different social formats to answer any questions that anybody may have. But this is truly just a open kind of conversation that I would like uh, people to give us feedback on our Facebook page, um, any social media that you have, to maybe how this or any of the episodes are moving you. So I want to start off now with asking Aaron here, my my partner, to share a little bit about like, A, how you feel that you express gratitude in this world, and where maybe you feel that uh, you might could do a little better in certain areas? Is there anything that comes to mind? So I think by nature, I'm a very private person when it comes to that. I don't uh, really show that that side of me. Most of it is done internally. I know uh, there's a lot of like showboating out there, like athletes when they like, you know, hit a home run, they do like the point up in the air or something like that. I'm not I'm that type of person, really. But, you know, this sort of a conversation helps me to reflect, pause and reflect on how, how much I'm doing it or how I'm doing it and how authentic it is. So, you know, this conversation is happening at a very important time in my life where, you know, at the time of recording, my birthday is tomorrow. And every year I make it a point to stop and reflect on my last year and reflect on what I'm grateful for, you know, the people who helped me along the way, how much growth I've done, and, of course, thank the divine. And I usually write, I usually take um, an hour to to really, really reflect deeply on everything, and I usually write, like, a poem or um, a very vulnerable post, and I post it on social media thanking those people. And, and we, you know, we can question whether I, you know, why I do it on social media, um, you know, but maybe that's not the podcast for Sure, this. sure. And, and this is free of judgment, of course, because the whole point is to bring this subject up to really just uh, contemplate about it and to think about it. So as we're going through this, of course, this episode is focused more on uh, celebrating that that energy that is outside of us 
But at the same time, as we're talking about that, you know, pay attention to how we celebrate our children, our mates, our parents, um, just our gratitude in general and um, authenticity in that gratitude. So please continue. Yeah, I think uh, when times are tough, that's probably when I least do it. If that makes sense. I, I know sometimes when times are tough, that's when people reach out to the divine the most. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I kind of get stuck in my head, I think, when times, when like this past birth year, and I'm so grateful that I've, that I've had the five of, um, five of hearts mm-hmm. and the ace of spades, which I kept waiting for, you know, where that transformation was going to come. And then it was right, kind of right at the end of winter or re- at the end of last year was when, I kind of uh, had that revelation about conspiracies. And then right. right in this past month, I've had like this mind-blowing revelation and I've like instantly changed uh, with com- concepts that we've talked about and discussed where I get it. I just, it's like I've, I somehow removed that major energy blockage that I've had around around my life, around my personal relationships, Um I can't explain it really, but I just remove that energy and I I feel like I've been, I keep telling people, I feel like I've been burning off a lot this past six months and then I'm, I feel like I'm reborn. I don't right. know and, how else and, to explain it. And great job on the attempt of explaining and I want to bring a, an analogy in that this work or this process that Aaron's doing his best to describe is very similar to digesting food. And many times people will think that they have had a realization or they have moved to a a different level, so to say, when they see something that they haven't seen before. And that to me is very similar to putting food in your mouth and tasting it and it tastes good, but we've still got to swallow it and then we've got to digest it and then remove what is no longer useful. And so many times I feel that people get stuck in that if they read it, if they hear it, and they're able to agree at any level, many people stop there to where I feel, and please correct me if I'm wrong, if this doesn't match, but I feel that like what has happened is you've actually chewed on that food a little bit longer and swallowed it. And now you're in the middle of truly taking what is useful and utilizing that and then anything that's not useful uh, in the, from the past or way that you've approached it is letting that go. And this is part of that digestion phase where many people, once they get to the digestion phase, uh, they'll realize how narrowly they were seeing it before, just weeks before, months before, or even years before. And this is why we need to be careful not to make too big of a stand about certain things in the way that we view them because that view should be changing quite often. And this is why it's not our uh, job to, uh, you know, so-called browbeat our opinions into someone um, because hopefully those opinions will change over time. And uh, this is why some of this work can be very challenging to discuss But uh, I think it is good to just talk about how we do uh, celebrate or show appreciation. And I know that for me, it is in my intimate relationships, like reaching those deep levels of an intimate conversation to where tears do come. Uh, Many times tears uh, 
it doesn't have to be complete crying, but tears can be a good sign that you're tapping into what's called true feeling. And that is separate from emotions. Emotions are a reaction, a reaction of the mind, of preferences, to where feelings don't have anything to do um, with how something is being looked at because it's not necessarily being dissected. Just like if I pause to try to express to somebody how much I truly love my two sons or how much I loved my mother that passed just a couple of years ago, when I speak of that that word love and how intimate that is to me, it's almost invariably going to bring tears to my eyes. And I think as a culture, we have gotten away from that level of vulnerability, that that feelings and emotions get mixed up, and especially men, but many women as well, feel weak uh, through showing that vulnerability. And I want to change that um, that that outlook some. And so I do my best in public situations or even with my private clients that that I chose many years ago to stop hiding these feelings, to manage the emotions, but release the feelings. And uh, this is what helps with that, that level of intimacy. And so, you know, in my own practice of showing gratitude toward that divine energy, you know, I had it pointed out a couple of years ago that um, that I may not do as much expression as I really think that I do. And I've been looking at that for the last couple of years. And that's what's kind of uh, brought this subject to my plate because I started, of course, observing uh, yourself and anyone that was close to me and how when we came together, how we took the time to celebrate, whether it's a, a little bit of an extended hug or uh, whether it is showing some vulnerability or whether it's just coming in and uh, being thankful, um, just smiling at one another. That doesn't mean that we have to be having the best day, but that we are completely happy to be in each other's presence and gathering like we do once a week to do this podcast and to not be afraid to let that appreciation be known and uh, I know with both of our types, it's very easy to justify and go, oh, I know that it's important to him and he knows it's important to me. And and we do this in many areas of our life to where that power in many, many different cultures and religions talk about, of course, the power of vibration and our words. And it, But getting even deeper and past the words is the intention that's behind it. And so this has been something that I've been asking people close to me, like, um, how do you celebrate or how do you juice on life? And so that's what's kind of stemmed this uh, conversation. But please share more with um, how you're approaching it. So I don't think that it was really, I can't really put my my head around any one thing that really caused this spontaneous uh, revelation of mine, uh, an upgrade, <laughs> if you will. Uh, but you know, I, I've been trying to apply this to my closest relationships for a long time. And it was really like that was the, my last hurdle was trying to apply this. And I guess it just felt like there was a lot of this old energy that was around those relationships. And I felt like, you know, if I could like start it over, I could start over clean. So it was just how do you remove that old energy? And and I think what happened was just time time and the current cycle that I was in, um, the astrological cycle or, you know, according to the destiny cards, that ace of spades. And then I, I think 
what ultimately happened, if I had to try to find where where the revelation came from, was that I think I finally uh, removed attachment mm-hmm. or, or more so than I had been. Right. And that just kind of like freed up everything. And, you know, since then, it, I, it feels like a weight has been lifted and I feel free. I feel lighter. Um, it reminds me of when actually the time when I met you three years ago was a time when I had just reentered the the social scene mm-hmm. and I was like meeting new people and I was kind of like high on life. But that high was kind of like a vulner like a vulnerability. Um, like I was I was in a, st- a major state of healing. And so I was juicing on meeting new people, but I was coming off being hurt and, and, be, and recovering from realizing that I was alone. Mm-hmm. And so that, because you got into the, the feeling and the emotions, and I really feel like that high was a very emotional high because I was just like raw, you know, like, right. like I could cry at the drop of a hat because I had so much emotional trauma that I was clearing out from, my, from past relationships and, and like that realization that I was alone in the middle of nowhere, working from home, and I had to find, you know, some some social... Connection. Yeah. yeah. So, and this one just feels different. It just feels more complete, more neutral. Um, I, I feel like it's the best I've ever felt spiritually and connected to the divine. And I recently had an experience, and actually, actually, to think about it, this kind of was the catalyst for all this, was I finally went out in nature for like the first time in a couple of years. And that's really embarrassing to say because right. I live but in a beautiful honest. place. I have like a river in my backyard, but I, I went to uh, this park and sat by the water and I was just watching the water. And I think I finally got to a place of stillness hmm. and, you know, being in my head all the time, I think there's a big contrast there where Absolutely. I have to get into nature. I have to do this. I have to rebalance. And I just started having all these visions about how I've mistreat, how I've played roles in mistreating people the last couple of years. Mm. And I mean, that was a major awakening. Sure. And, and I was in a state where I was able to, like, I didn't fight it. Like, I was just able to instantly accept it, accept my, my role in it, and just let it go mm. and, and make amends to those people, apologize, say, you know, here's where I know that I played a role and looking back on it now, I know that it helped both of us or, or all of us get to where we needed to be, including myself. But ultimately, you know, I, I'm ultimately sorry for if I hurt you in any way. And, and obviously, from consciousness's perspective, there was no like hurt because we all needed that to grow in the ways right. that we currently are to get to where we are now. But accepting responsibility. Yeah. 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 So how would you... Would you say that anything has changed uh, so far about your outward celebration of um, – has there been any change in, in that outward celebration of, of life, of the divine, or however you want to label that? I mean, I guess externally, not like <laughs> – like like when you say that, like for some reason in my head I'm thinking like I have to be like kneeling down and like – being in, in child's pose or like pointing to the sky and being like, yeah, you, right. you did it. But, but re- realistically, uh, I feel myself pausing more, like reconnecting and just being grateful, like mm-hmm. a lot more. And, um, just kind of being in the state of like on social media, writing more poetry, expressing my creativity more and more of a, a very neutral, but 
I guess I call like I feel like I'm thanking the divine by expressing myself that way. That's how it feels. Right, right, and and again, this is uh, for each individual listening to this to just kind of do a, a self analysis because. Yeah, we won't, don't necessarily want to take it to a, the extreme of, you know, uh, kneeling down on your prayer rug or, you know, making a, a big deal about it, so to say. But when we are looking at it from a vibrational standpoint and a frequency standpoint, you know, when we are just able to, like, um, smile, an authentic smile at somebody and somebody smiles back. See, there's there's different types of smiles. But you know when that authenticity is there. And it's very similar of like when any two people come together, there's uh, some some meaningful things that can be expressed rather than just uh, social things to be expressed of, for example, just walking in the door and seeing somebody and saying, man, I just had an amazing drive over here. The weather was so beautiful. I'm just so thankful for for whatever, for the weather, for our connection. Um, and to show that gratitude, to me, something similar to that, um, of course, generates energy that just keeps expanding to where when we put on a big show and we try to be Pollyanna or positive all the time, that does create these internal struggles. And it winds up costing us down the road in energy drainage. But it's important not to just focus on not draining energy, but as well to charge that energy. And, uh, you know, just getting back from visiting my sons in Hawaii, you know, this was what uh, what I was looking for that um, was part of that push-pull episode, the last episode that we had. And uh, seeing that sometimes that celebration is in stopping to pursue something the way that you want it and finally realizing how perfect everything is right now. It doesn't mean that it can't change and move on towards that vision that you have, but too many of us get too locked in to a certain vision or a certain expectation, key word, a way that we, a preference of how we want something, and then we will miss what is happening in the present moment. So, uh, so I know that people hear all the time, you know, live in the present moment, uh, these types of uh, think positive, be positive. And I, I want to steer away and make sure that people understand that, that that's not the path I'm going down. But it's if you don't have anything to express and to share, then maybe more stillness is needed. Maybe a trip to some nature is needed. The point here, hopefully for this podcast, is a self-evaluation and that if you don't feel like you're in that place of gratitude, uh, even if you're going through some loss. See, I've got some people that I'm working with that's going through uh, some death right now, you know, and I've been through so much death myself and I know and I carry so much compassion about how hard it can be to see things clearly during those times. But you've got to, you do have a choice of whether you focus on what you've lost, or you focus on what you had. And that can be that shift in perception till from sadness to gratitude. But you're not changing the situation for how it actually is. Uh, so, so remembering that our perspective of how we're approaching something is very, very powerful. And that at any moment in time, 
we do have the free will to change that perspective. And many times it is shifting uh, from a just asking yourself, hey, am I caught into a victim mentality here? Uh, Do I feel like I'm being cheated or treated poorly? Um, Because that would be a a very big misconception. And we can change that, uh, that point of view and as the way that I do use this in a um, in a visual is the color purple, you know, has both the colors of red and blue in it. And so if somebody sees something that I call purple and they call it a nice shade of red or a nice shade of blue, I want to see that from their perspective, too, because that's correct. And so in every situation that we are in, and that's correct because blue and red both make purple. So purple is a shade of both blue and red. So we can approach many situations in life like that, that we can have our way of seeing it, but still allow the way that other people see it in as well. And with this celebration, many people have a bad taste in their mouth, whether it's um, uh, Christians or Muslims or any type of certain, uh, even Wicca or Uh, any type of religion or spiritual path, many times people can be very dogmatic with how they do that and they can be inconsiderate and they can make other people uncomfortable uh, when they are doing these celebrations. And I think that's what makes some people pull way back and not want to be uh, like that feels to them. And I want to, you know, bring that to light and You know, could you touch on any of that, that uh, do you feel that your history with religion or your perception of certain religions, do you think that's played a role in your ability or willingness to express that level of gratitude? Maybe, maybe in the past, but, you know, I've, I've gotten over that. I've accepted that other people have other views and, and I totally respect that. And I want them to keep their views if it's what, what ultimately makes them happy or fulfilled and, so I don't feel like uh, that it it really affects the way I do it, you know. I so I just come from more of a like a spiritual place uh, with that. Uh, but but you did you touched upon a lot in that in that little last segment that you did, and like uh, removing the wants and the, and again when you said that that's exact that's another thing that happened to me is when I, when I said I removed attachment, kind of the same thing. Like I I stopped being attached to my wants of how I wanted things to be. And once I removed that, it was like, there's nothing left. It just is. Mm. And in that state of being, um, I'm able to appreciate people more, able to respect them, to listen more. It's like, it's like I'm seeing them as humans now again, you know, Mm -hmm. where, (laughs) where, I mean, we can, we just, we can just get so lost down the road with all this energy that we take on, Mis- misconceptions, mm-hmm. uh, just, and it just clouds our vision, uh, with our relationships. And, um, you know, I've wanted to get here. It was just a process and sure. timing. And-, and I think that the timing and process is very important words there. And, you know, possibly the next level past this is even when we're able to celebrate the way that, you know, somebody else shows appreciation, even if it may seem a little extreme or a little pushy to us, And I have a quick story that, you know, I knew this gentleman that was hiking Europe back in the 60s, uh, going from ashram to ashram and studying with different gurus and that type of thing. And he got to witness a guru get a brick thrown at them and 
had him and hit in the back of the head, and blood started pouring out of the back of his head right away. And this was uh, happened to be uh, somebody that was very firm in their belief system, and they was calling this guru the devil and being very, very um, judgmental, if you will. Well, this uh, guru had a couple of like um, assistants that started to lash out at that particular subject. And the guru stopped him right away and said, no, we want to appreciate that passion that that being has for uh, what they believe in and what is important. And he's just defending, you know, what's important to him. And we should all be inspired to leave off the physical act of aggression, but to bask in that level of of depth, that level of um, importance that 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 is, and I felt like that was just a a really great teaching. Is that you know sometimes people we don't know what emotionally they've just recently been through, and so sometimes people do actions that they normally would never ever do, but due to the emotional circumstances. Uh, they lash out in that moment. So in that particular situation, you know, this this person took it to an extreme and actually afflicted pain on someone else. It just happened and was fortunate that it was somebody that was carrying a certain level of consciousness and was able to see it and feel it rather than just react emotionally. So once again, this celebration from my perspective, is more of a vibration that you carry rather than just words that you say. And the authenticity is that you're feeding off the vibration first rather than just giving a vibration that you feel like somebody else will uh, accept. Or even that that you think they want. That that you think they want. Yeah, well said, because some people do carry those expectations, and especially in our family, we can slip into roles and do or say things that we really don't feel authentic to do uh, because we know it will please someone else. And it's almost like a reverse expectation, like you're psychologically projecting that you think they have expectations of you, so you just carry out some sort of action that you think they want from you. Yes. And it's just like so yeah, and, and You know, and this is easy to see as well in the, the human design graph to know, you know, where certain people have centers that are non-activated and then they get around somebody that does have those centers activated. It can make somebody such as myself that doesn't carry the throat chakra. When I get around certain people with the throat chakra, I can feel this urge to just uh, vomit words. And uh, so I've learned to to manage that and to know what that is energetically to make sure that when I do use words that it is uh, more of an appropriate time and it's going to be received and not to always go on our urges, so to say. So real quick, uh, I, I was making a, a personal Instagram account for myself because I, I have a lot, a lot of um, cat pictures that I want to share and, and, and also like my poetry and kind of my, you know, thinking of the divine, as funny as that, that is. And uh, I was trying to figure out a name and uh, ultimately, I came up with being of change as the name. Mm-hmm. But then I was thinking, well, change is something that's constant, but growth is a choice. So mm-hmm. maybe you can touch upon the difference between how you see uh, change and growth. Yeah, change is inevitable, as you said. Uh, there's no one that's going to escape change on this uh, planet. But the other term, growth, people grow 
accidentally, if you will, and people grow intentionally. Life brings things to us uh, that are challenging, and normally anything that a person goes through that is challenging, they're going to grow in some aspect or another. They may not always show it, but to actually choose growth, to choose uh, to approach a situation or a person differently, to get a different result, to choose to play possibly a different role, those are all uh, actions from a pure intention to recognize that something needs to change in our being without judgment. Uh, And that's why guilt is such a waste of energy, is that as soon as you feel guilt, make a change. Uh, I mean, immediately, even if it's just get up from where you're sitting and go sit somewhere else, as soon as you feel that guilt, because what balances out the energy of guilt is proper action. And proper is just the way that you see it in that moment. So it's just making that first step. So, you know, growth um, should be something that is nurtured almost as consistently as change happens. And I think that we're getting closer to supporting one another in the these types of uh, growths, uh, these types of changes. But many times know that your your family and your friends aren't always supporting your growth because many times they want to uh, nurture and um, be kind to you. And sometimes for our growth, we need somebody that we respect that can uh, truly point something out that we don't want to see. And that's why, you know, I choose to use as one of the pillars that every situation and every person has an opportunity to be your teacher. There's always something to learn always something to learn about ourselves if you keep judgment out of it. So I think that that is a, um, you know, a nice differentiation that you noticed with that name that you were looking for uh, between change and growth, because, you know, this may be, you may be resonating now with something that takes more initiative and more intention, uh, which is growth to where change is just going to be happening. Yeah, ultimately, I decided on being of growth. Mm. Uh, but the way I saw it was, you know, change is every change is happening all the time. So people can change, you know, quote for the positive or for the negative. You know, you know whatever that means to whoever it is. But right. uh, but growth, you, you don't see a plant growing upside down. Like it doesn't grow into the earth. Right. It may grow sideways, but it's not growing into the earth. So growth. You know, there's there's a point where you started, and you're gr- you're growing away from it. So it's more it's more of a, a definitive, say, in the right direction. But it's you can't really grow any other way. Right. You know what I mean, yeah, yeah. Normally, most growth does happen, you know, through friction, through working through some resistance that that you've had or or carrying, and it can be very freeing uh, feeling. But normally, it does take that that action. Um, sometimes it can be the action can just be, like I said earlier, uh, looking at purple and looking for the red in it or looking at purple and looking for the blue in it so that when you are uh, in a situation where somebody is challenging the way you look at something, uh, you can be more compassionate and inviting of their view because that's what's more than likely going to help them to be willing to see your view if you are willing to see their view. 
And this works infamously with children. And many parents miss this, that always give your child an opportunity to speak their truth. If you catch them doing something so-called wrong and they're going to be disciplined, then truly give them a, a neutral environment that is open to hearing uh, their description of what's going on. And many, many parents don't give their children that opportunity, just like many, many adults don't give their feeling an opportunity to have a say. Uh, the mind is too busy making all of the decisions, and it has a view of how I want it to be. And so we're, we're going to focus on that. Um, and it is similar to when we enter a river, we have the freedom to swim upstream, or we can just pick our feet up and float with the river. Uh, we don't want to just close our eyes and not do any action because there may be rocks in the river. So to be have a relaxed attitude to pick your feet up and then be very observant. And normally in a river floating, you don't have to put forth a lot of effort to change your direction. You can just stick a hand in the water or a foot in the water. And I think that can be helpful to get people to see that many times when the, we use the term action in this podcast, it doesn't mean the extreme of a physical action always. It can be a mental action or a spiritual action or an emotional action, but that action is very important. And so I want to take this opportunity you know, to thank everybody that's listening, uh, to thank everybody that has questioned and judged me uh, throughout my whole life. To thank everybody that has done me wrong, uh, because all of that combined is uh, all through uh, my perception at the time. And so now, of course, I can see that anyone I thought has ever done me wrong, I was just confused. I had a preference, and they weren't in alignment with my preference. But I do choose to now, for many years, to accept things as they come, mainly because so much death and um, so many obstacles have been brought in my direction that one could say that life uh, um, not necessarily forces you but gives you an opportunity to truly pick how you're going to react to these situations. And many times when people react so-called negatively, it can seem like it just continues to come and come and come, and that's why I'm such a big fan of the term acceptance. So one of, one of the pillars of this philosophy is finding the divine order in the chaos. And I've been kind of uh, choosing to take this one and constantly view the world through it and being re- and reminding myself of it. And I've kind of noticed that when looking at my destiny card yearly spread and seeing the energies that are coming up, I kind of try to play this game where I map out where I think my life is going to take turns and how that energy is going to kind of affect it just to kind of preview and kind of get myself ready for the energy. And then when my life actually happens and I kind of like simultaneously in the moment and then in the past, I can kind of see how um, the divine order kind of like sets up these roadblocks and these funnels to filter me around certain obstacles that I think when looking back that if I had made that choice, it would have taken me off my path, mm-hmm. you know, and of course we can't, I don't know if we can know for sure because this is the path and we don't have really any other path because this is the one we're living. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I can clearly see how it could have went horribly wrong. Had I, had I made that decision or been allowed to make that choice. 
So I, I wanted to bring up um, a, a song that I had listened to in the past and really resonated with, and it was mostly music, mostly instrumental, but at one point, the singer comes in with a lyric that says, take me as your servant. And I kind of re- resonated with that, even though it kind of has like a religious standpoint. But when you're talking about um, finding the divine order, or if you believe in this divine order, then essentially you're almost a servant to carry out whatever it is that the universe has in store and along your path of growth. So I think that's why I resonated with it because I'm like, I'm like, yeah, you know, I want to grow. And if this is what I'm supposed to do, I want to embrace that. Yeah. And so, you know, here is where we get into our definitions of words or the meanings of those words, how they change uh, through this digestion process. Um, Because many people can take uh, that term servant and, we can be very guilty in our culture of going to an extreme. If we don't agree with something, then we take that word or that phrase to the absolute extreme that it could be. To where many of us have found uh, so much solace or contentment or possibly even peace in the act of service. And that could be if anyone has ever had to take care of someone that you really love while they're in, going through a major illness um, there's a level of service that you want to do that if somebody chose to see that as anything negative, um, you would be very quick to correct them. So once again, it's whether the service is coming through the world or view of polarity or the service is coming through the world or the view of duality. And in the world of polarity, that word of service, there's an acceptance that comes that there's going to be times in our lives when we're going to need somebody to serve us. And there's times when we should be happy to be able to be of service. And so whether that's another human being, whether that's uh, the divine energy that you're looking at, or whether it's uh, even your child or, you know, uh, possibly even a situation that it comes back to how you're choosing to perceive it. And this is why we should learn to be flexible with our definitions of words. And once again, that if we are growing and we are changing, uh, if we're growing while we're changing, then many of these words or these phrases uh, start to uh, change meaning or they start to fall away. And so this is why it's a whole lot easier in at this stage, the less that you have been dogmatic about things. And normally when people ask me a question, many times I will be very careful to say, you know, this is my truth today. Uh, And sometimes I don't expand on that. But that means that I'm at least open to that truth changing over time. Uh, Just like, you know, during my old days of playing music, I had certain favorite bands that I listened to all the time. And every now and then I'll have like a moment of nostalgia and be like, oh, I really want to listen to this band. And I'll put a CD on or a song and like 30 seconds into it, I'm like, okay, yeah, that's good. Um, Because I feel that I'm not the same place, the same energy. And I do my best to not like judge it. I just uh, more or less look at it as, hey, it was useful for me at that time. Uh, It didn't carry uh, the same or similar vibration anymore. Um, So let me just move on and kind of put that in the the memory vault, if you will. But it had its usefulness 
And so I think that's, once again, when we're able to see that we have the right to pick things up and the right to set things down. And most people talk in such a dogmatic way of defense that they're not willing to just set something down once they even realize that it's already past its time, so to say. Because people hold on to uh, phrases like, oh, I keep it real, or, you know, I'm the same person that I've always been. And many people think that that is a compliment to themselves when really it has quite possibly the view of being stuck and change is going to happen no matter how stuck you are. So is it safe to say that you're no longer listening to the Backstreet Boys? <laughs> it's safe to say that I never listened to the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> but I don't judge them. Hey, I know there's a lot of you fans out there, uh, wise wisers that um, are listening to that right now. I want to keep it a little loose. <laughs> So we're at the end. So I wanted to uh, ask you to maybe uh, give some advice to those who maybe need some help uh, reviewing their process of where they are and their uh, giving gratitude to the divine and then maybe some ways that people can do it that may not be as obvious. Because, you know, I took it to an extreme where where I thought, you know, if, if I'm not like kneeling down, and, and I've done that before, and, and it feels good sometimes sure. to be that, that uh, dramatic about it. And you've already listed some of these earlier, but maybe bring in some of the less obvious ones that people may be doing already, but didn't realize that, uh, that it can be seen as that or holding the same vibration. Sure. Well, you know, where I'll start off is, um, whoa, (laughs) every now and then we, we need to step out of our comfort zone. And that's what the, the woo was, um, designed for. Uh, when I brought it in my life at a time where I was very self-conscious about how I celebrated things. And it became something for me to do that was uncomfortable, that drew attention to me. And that was a way that I worked through that friction or that insecurity of being in gratitude. And so whether it's that you um, say a complete sentence or just a word um, or even a bowing uh, with your head, holding your hands at your heart, Uh, The main thing is just the intention and the energy that's behind it. But to check in every now and then and see, am I actually uh, celebrating in a way to where others can pick up on that vibration? There's no right or wrong way to celebrate your connection to that higher energy. And we can even call that higher energy just love, uh, simple. But uh, it is a way for us to... um, you know, once again, it's not putting on a show for anyone else. It's about the vibration that you carry when you do it. And so sometimes it's just as simple as saying thank you, you know, and just saying thank you out loud and feeling that um, that those tears well up. And as I'm speaking here right now, I have so much <laughs> that I am so grateful for. And it makes me well up. And I love sharing that vibration with people. And by no means do I see it as a weakness. And I hope you people felt um, that actuality of that energy that was coming across because I am so grateful for um, so many things in my life and, and the way that things are opening up and people are opening up to this work and thankful to you for being so dedicated and we go through a lot of work to get this out to people. So I'm thankful for every one of you listeners. I'm thankful to my beautiful boys, to, to everybody from my past. 
And that does come from my heart. And so the main, I think, point of this podcast is just to truly come from your heart, people. And don't be afraid to connect words with your heart. And don't be afraid to uh, experience those tears as they well up. Um, so celebrate however you celebrate. Just please check in from time to time and ask yourself, hey, am I celebrating enough with everything that I have going for me now? Even once again, and more powerfully, even when you are going through a challenge, um, because that example, can those ripples can go out uh, so, so very far. So again, thank you everybody for listening, sharing, checking out our patron and being a part of our Facebook group. Yes, so please feel free to donate if you can uh, to help us to continue to um, provide this service for those that can't afford it. We have different um, ways that you can uh, reach out and help us, whether it's even a like or sharing of one of our podcasts or posts or telling a friend, or if you're in a situation to where you can um, help us out uh, in a monetary way, uh, it's very appreciated and it helps us to do other things for other people. So thank you very much, you wise wisers. Uh, keep the faith going and um, continue the journey. And now for our three minutes of stillness. Enjoy.
We appreciate your interest in self-growth, conscious communication, and continuing to ask the wise wise. And remember, gradual changes over long periods of time equals lasting results. The information in this podcast has been developed over 20 years by Alexander in his observation of his personal life, private practice, and professional environments. This information is meant for educational purposes only and is not suggested as a replacement for traditional therapies or medications. As a matter of fact, we suggest to not believe any of this information, nor any of the information out there in the world. Remember, knowledge plus experience equals wisdom. Seek the wise. We are looking forward to continuing to provide this information through this platform, and if you are drawn to support us, you can do so by the following. Sharing is caring. Share the podcast with like-minded individuals. Emotional responsibility and energetic wisdom can save the world. If you are drawn to support us monetarily, you can do so by visiting our patron page, where you can make a monthly donation in exchange for exclusive Wise Wise perks. You can do this by visiting wise-wise.com slash patron, P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Next, you can head over to Alexander's website where you can book private consultations in person, by phone, or on Skype. Find out more information on his live performances, class schedules, products, including birth chart analysis reports and music, and check out more information on his sound therapy tables. To do so, you can visit vibrotune.com, V-I-B-R-O-T-U-N-E.com. Finally, if you have been searching your entire life for consciously created apparel featuring the WiseWise logo apparel, Alexander themed clothing, or other alternative perspective designs, you can head over to Verity's Apparel, where you can find all that and more. That is veritiesapparel.com, V-E-R-I-T-E-E-S-A-P-P-A-R-E-L.com. We want to thank you for being part of this journey.